0: Last week, I covered the apostolic visitation of the Carmelite nuns by authorities from the Vatican. In the aftermath of Traditionus Custodus, the only purpose these apostolic visitations can possibly have is to see whether the religious in question are towing the Vatican II line, not having so-called Lefevrian tendencies, which in my book, Between You and Me, means that they would have Catholic tendencies, <laughs> and of course, Rome wants to make sure that these nuns are doing something more useful than praying. And if that sounds outrageous to you, don't worry, because while you and I fully believe that the work of prayer that the nuns do is the most important work in the Church, or at least ranks pretty high up there, rest assured that the works-based salvation of building utopia on earth that Rome preaches these days does not have room for contemplatives. Numerous modernists have said that contemplative groups should do something useful with their time, like material works of mercy such as planting trees or getting on buses and touring the country in the name of the agenda of Caesar. I have an update for you on the situation with the Carmelite nuns out of Fairfield that I spoke about a week ago. They've released a letter to all who are supporting them in this time in the face of uncertainty. Here's the full text of the letter, and don't worry, it's not terribly long. I also have words by Vigano on this topic that just came out as well. But first, the letter from the Fairfield Carmelites. We can hear the church's heartbeat. We listen to it. That Our heart has a steady rhythm when we follow that. At words said of one of the Carmelite sisters to the visitors on the 27th of September, made public on the 3rd of October 2021, the feast of Saint Therese of Lisieux. To our dear families and friends, praise be Jesus Christ. On August 26, 2021, our community received a notice informing us that we would receive an apostolic visitation from September 25th to the 28th given that this was totally unexpected our good bishop after listening to my concerns gave me his blessings to go to rome itself therefore three of us accompanied by catherine bauer made the pilgrimage to the eternal city we were able to go in person to the sacred congregation for consecrated life and institutes of apostolic life in this meeting we sought clarification of the true reason for the visitation of our community while in rome i also took the opportunity to write a letter to our holy father pope francis expressing our desire to continue to live our constitutions of 1990 that is the 1581 constitutions written by our holy mother saint Teresa. we were able at the same time to meet various trustworthy persons to tell our story to listen to their counsel and gain their support during this trip our lord granted us many graces assuring us, through the designs of his providence, that he watches over and protects those he has called to belong to him. It is our honor and privilege to walk in his footsteps, at his side, in the uncertainty of the dark night of the soul that is the path of those called to live by faith in this veil of tears. In St. Peter's Basilica we knelt before the larger-than-life marble statue of our Holy Mother, St. Teresa of Jesus, at that moment the sun was shining fully on her strong but maternal figure we remembered that she too had to struggle to remain faithful to the call to a radical living of the contemplative enclosed life a few steps away was the tomb of saint john paul ii with tears we begged him again to protect from heaven our way of life as he had done on earth in 1990 when he reaffirmed the original constitutions of our holy mother saint Teresa. We felt so little as we walked in the ancient city, so little, but so loved and protected, as many friends, old and new, guided us, helped us, translated for us, and provided for us. We would like to thank all those who financed the trip, who showed us hospitality, who listened to us, introduced us to their friends, and who gave us their enlightening advice and heartfelt support, and especially for their good prayers. It was good to see for ourselves that Holy Mother Church is loved and served by such faith-filled people. We could not have made it through the visitation without them, nor would that have been possible without our caretakers, friends, and families, closer to home, who accompanied us with their organizational and preparation work, prayerful presence with us during the visitation, donations and meals, as well as their concern and understanding. To all we say from the bottom of our hearts, may God bless and reward each one. By the grace of God and the strength we were able to communicate to our nuns from our trip, Our spiritual family of the carmel of fairfield were able to weather a difficult moment in our monastic life we have been galvanized as a community in a profound unity of purpose and mind and grounded in a sincere affection and charity for each other together we wish to remain ever faithful to our carmelite charism no matter what the cost on this feast of our sister in carmel saint therese of the child jesus of the holy face we take her words as our own in the heart of the church we will be love Signed, Mother Stella Marie of Jesus, Prioress, in the community of the Carmel of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, in Fairfield. So yes, please keep them in your prayers. It sounds like it is absolutely needed at this time. And they've expressed in a very peaceful and love-filled kind of way their request for your prayers and mine. And I've got some details on the end of this video on an organized prayer campaign I want to do for them. Archbishop Vigano has also some words about this, but his are rather harsh. Quote, Find this purging operation, like everything that distinguishes the work of the Bergolian church, there is a hatred and an iconoclastic fury towards the communities of contemplative life, and in particular way against those tied to tradition and the ancient rite. This hatred has become commonplace with the infamous instruction core orans, in its cruel and merciless application what also stands out is in a twisted interest in the finances and donations that these communities receive which the vatican tries to grab for itself using any pretext it can this hatred has no juridical or disciplinary justification since these convents targeted by the vatican limit themselves to living according to the charism of their founder in fidelity to their holy founders and in a spirit of sincere communion with the church The number of their vocations is increasing, as is happening for all the institutes in which the rule of the founders is put into practice and the Tridentine liturgy is celebrated. The fault of these religious sisters is that they want to remain faithful to the immutable magisterium of the church and her 2,000-year tradition, to a venerable liturgy. In the end, this is the only fault of all of the secular and religious communities, both of men and of women, in, in the face of the ruthless, destructive action of Bergoglio. I consider it my precise duty as a pastor to denounce in no uncertain terms the systematic work of demolition being carried out by the congregation of institutes of congregation life, whose leaders make no secret of their aversion to any form of consecrated life, in perfect harmony with the one who has given them their mandate, and accompanied by the most disconcerting, inert silence of the ordinaries, who are incapable of defending and protecting the most precious and vulnerable parts of the mystical body. End quote. I don't see where he's wrong there. He is 100% right in everything he said there. Now he calls, Vigano calls, for open rejection of the Vatican's authority and in their wicked actions in going after these nuns. He says that the lady must pray and support the nuns and others that will surely fall under the baleful Bergoglian gaze of the anti-tradition forces in Rome in any way that we can, regardless of how difficult it may be. This is because of the role nuns play traditionally in the life of the Church. Traditionally, consecrated religious played the role of prayer warriors for the church, supporting the laity in the work of the clergy and ecclesiastical authorities with their prayers, their works of mercy, and have been described by writers like Chesterton and others as the quiet prayer warriors of God who battle the forces of darkness from their knees in constant prayer. Supporting them is so urgent that Vigano calls for everyone, from the better bishops in the church to the faithful priests and clergy, to come to the aid of these nuns. Quote, I urge my brother bishops, priests, and above all the faithful laity to raise their voices against the destruction of convents of contemplative life and traditional religious communities. It is necessary to give not only spiritual and moral support, but also material and media support to the victims of any attacks that have been getting worse in recent weeks after the promulgation of the motu proprio traditionis custodis, so that the persecuted religious sisters may be defended and those who are responsible for this, that is hateful in the eyes of God and the entire ecclesiastical community, may be exposed. I understand how difficult it is in the face of the twisting of ecclesiastical authority to combine one's solemn vow of obedience to one's superiors with the evidence of the evil purposes they pursue, and how painful it is to have to resist those who should be exercising authority in the name of our Lord. Nonetheless, any collaboration with them would constitute a form of complicity and culpable connivance. Obedience to God and fidelity to the Church cannot be linked to blind servility towards those who show themselves to be enemies of both. We must obey God rather than men, according to the words of St. Peter. See Acts chapter 5, verses 29. And this applies to religious as well as to secular clergy, whose silence in the face of the dissolution of the ecclesial body cannot last any longer. End quote. Will the ultimate? What will the ultimate fate of these cloistered nuns be? That's anyone's guess. However, the track record isn't exactly great. Numerous traditional religious orders have been dissolved by Rome since 2013. But you can do something about it, and that what you can do is support them in your prayers. I recommend a a novena to St. Teresa of Avila, the patroness of the Order of the Nuns that we're talking about here. If it is started on October 6th, that's tomorrow, then the last day will be on the 14th of October, the day before her feast day, which is October 15th. I have a link to a handout for the novena to St. Teresa of Avila that will aid in all this. Simply add in the intention of the protection and preservation of these Carmelite nuns to the intention that's listed there, And the prayer is short. It's a very short paragraph prayer that you can do every single day. Our times call for more prayer, more fasting, not less. The time has come for traditional Catholics to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. To walk the walk, not just talk a big game about seeking sanctity, but to actually, I don't know, do it. So please consider joining in this novena. Again, it's short. The instructions for it can be found in today's show notes at returntotradition.org, along with everything else that I post here, both of these letters, all of it. That's the name of this podcast with a .org at the end. Look for the show notes with this episode title, and you'll find a link to the novena in PDF form, as well as to the two letters I read from today. I'd also add in the Carmelites as a general intention into your daily rosary for this duration. So what did you think of this? The nuns are clearly asking for prayers and thanking people for the support they've received, and Vigano is asking for prayers for them as well, as well as physical support for the nuns and actual real action to protect them. My suspicion is that we're headed into a time when religious like this will be faced with the daunting question of being obedient to evil orders or going independent, at least for a while. I pray that I'm wrong, that these apostolic visitations will turn out to be a whole lot of nothing. But what do you think? Let me know in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.